Hello everybody, welcome to episode 25 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean Wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. It's me, Mr. Part, and your amazing host, here to spend the next hour with you to make your lives arguably better than they were before this started. With me, because I don't do it alone, because it's never fun to do it alone, it's much better to have other people there. Having one person there is nice, having two people there is nice, having three or four people is even better, and that's exactly what we've got for you this evening. So looking at me longingly, lovingly, or that may just be with a look of uncertainty and a shrug of indifference. It is Mr. Swan! Hello, Mr. Parton. I was wondering how long you are going to take with that intro. It did go on a bit, yeah, it? was it? a bit, yeah, convoluted. Alright, that's not like me at all. No. As well as Mr. Swan, but we've got another host, a man to fit into Mr. North's hole as he's off in the United States of Iraqi Jersey stand. To replace him, we have the one, we have the only, Mr. Dan Todd! Hello. Hello, it's lovely to be here filling a hole. Well, That's great. <laughs> that, that was a job That was a wonderful doing valuable work. I think he downplayed his intro a little bit there, but he is the drummer from the Wide Eyes. Five years and counting. Five years and counting <laughs> till he gets released. He has been on the show before, but for some ridiculous reason we consigned him to the subterranean sofa, so you didn't even have a microphone, but you were so brilliant. I said some very funny things quietly yeah. over there, and Becca, our keyboard player, was laughing mm. hysterically. But, um, now, yeah, but I can but I'm... see your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, oh, right. We haven't introduced him yet. I think that was a cry for attention. <laughs> Our Department of Audio and Visual Engineering is also here. Everyone say hello to Dave. Good evening. Don't say hello to you. Hi, Dave. <laughs> hello, Dave. God, the pantomime's not very well rehearsed tonight <laughs> because we have been away. We haven't recorded an episode now for six whole weeks, which is a bit bonkers. We had a unofficial summer break and the official reason for that was we had the gate music festival was it yeah and the unofficial and some would say truthful reason is that i've been distracted by women lately and things have derailed in my own mind but we are back we're fresh we're reinvigorated and it seems that my flies are undone and it seems that we're all a bit out of sync with when to hoop and holler at the right moment do we think we can pull it together Absolutely, I'm glad you owned up to that because I was going to have to raise it otherwise. Raise what? what? His flies? No, no, no. <laughs> the fact that you've been distracted by women. Yeah, but it's good. Well, not now. women, uh, just a it's woman. It's just a woman, yeah. Because I, I used to be a philandering gadabout night stalker, but now I am quite domesticated, placated, docile, neutered. Some would say. I wouldn't go that far. With the lovely lady Battersea. Hey, don't I don't want to be neutered. Actually, Long no, overdue. not neutered. <laughs> not neutered. I'm no good to anyone then. But yeah, Lady Battersea is properly nice, isn't she? We spoke about her about three shows ago and of course you met her recently didn't you i did and your first words after meeting her were has there been a mix-up that was that was what i said yeah you were like this is the wonderful you know girl that's you know i'm sort of spending a lot of time with now i met her and i thought this can't be the woman who's actually chosen to spend time with you she's lovely she's absolutely lovely people like her more than they like me yeah she's She's going on ahead living it up and i'm wilting in a corner because no one wants to talk to me anymore she's like dorian gray we couldn't believe it Mr. North was totally incredulous. Yeah, he well, he had a sit-down chat with me, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the yeah. lines were, Mr. Parton, I'm tired of your pick-up-and-put-down attitude. That was it. That's he exactly said, you it. need to hang on to this one. <laughs> so no, that's why the show is delayed. But the unofficial reason is that we had a break for Gatefest. And a heck of a break it was. Gatefest being, of course, the amazing music festival we did, that I think went very well. 
Why are you sipping your wine, Mr. Swan? This is a great Sorry, time for you to chip I... in and say something along the lines of, wasn't Liam a great compare of that event? Sorry, I was just, I thought you were going to go off on one of your long rambles. So no, I no, no, I'd... I think the gravitas of how brilliant my performance was will have added weight if you oh, say it. Yeah, you were very, very good. Liam was excellent. Thank can you. I, can I join in on that? that I thought you were excellent. You're going to say nice things, yes. I, yeah, I'm going to say nothing. I think you did very well. You were, you were hilarious. <laughs> and I'd love if we could, if we could prove that to the audience, if we could play some sort of, some sort of clip or something. Ah. Oh, wait. Ah. Oh, wait. Hang on. Right. Now, we may have been off air for six weeks, but not a lot has changed. And we had an amazing show planned today, didn't we? We'd done a lot of forward planning. We had sound bites from the festival. We had live music lined up. We had guests galore lined up. We had a poem lined up, right? Pretty much today, it's all fallen apart, so we have no live music. So it's kind of like, here's what you could have won. Yeah, we could have had Cardinals, <laughs> or the Gourmet Fins, or Matt and Dave playing live music. We could have had Unzip Media filming the Subterranean Wonder Cells. We could have had an amazing poem about Gate Festival. We could have had some Gatefest clips, but unfortunately, a lot of things broke today. Namely, Dave's computer. Dave, do you want to talk us through that? Well, my computer broke, and now it's fixed. Don't say that, because why is it not here? Where's Eclipse? Yeah, well, that's because it was my useless self, and I didn't want to risk it, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> because the boys in the basement mean so much to me, you see. <laughs> Said with such sincerity, Dave. Yeah. yeah, so the Gatefest clips are on another computer that we don't have access to at the moment, but next show, I promise you, there will be actual Gatefest clips, because some of them are good. I think the override, I think what the listeners have a right to know is that I was good at that festival, despite all expectations. You were very good, but you've got nothing to prove that now. Oh, no, because yeah, you haven't been good the last few days. Look, I've got Dan Todd from The Wide Eyes, a man who said the only book he's ever read is the Bible. I've got you, Mr. Swan, <laughs> a Welsh Lionheart, a man so beautiful and noble. Women all over the world love him. Your opinions mean more than any audio clip ever could. Stop trying to sort of sweep. But I was good. I think what we need to make sure there's no is that I was dead good at that thing. Yeah, because no, a lot of people good. thought I'd be ill prepared, poorly planned, and I'd fall flat on my face. And well, you were on all of those you things. Were... However, you blagged it like yeah. you do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you were um, unbelievably ill prepared. Yeah. I was worried we we're going to have a repeat of the lemon drizzle cake incident, to be honest. No, I was on time. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were. Because I, I arranged an arrival time that was three hours after everyone else. Yes. So I was late, but people expected me to be late, so it was met in the middle. <laughs> and then we had the beautiful coconut shy that I contributed to and pulled you, no, off. No, 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 no. You did absolutely nothing. No, you delegated it to everyone else. Who that's then a sign did it of a good well. leader. Me, me, Mr. Lee, and Vicky Harvey made that. Yeah, and that's a sign of me being a good leader. I led you to coconut heaven. You wouldn't see Moses building his own coconut shy. He would lead Egyptians to do it for him, wouldn't he? Why would he need a coconut shy? Because there's nothing else to do in the desert. <laughs> it's like, they've got palm trees. Yeah. Once the coconuts have fallen off, what then? Then they have to build a coconut shy and he'd get some Egyptians. That's why. That might be why. Was it Egyptians he liberated or Jews? The Israelites. Israelites. Yeah. The Israelites. So they're somewhere between the two. That's right. <laughs> he, he liberated them for the sole reason of building the world's biggest coconut shy. And that's what the Bible is all about. That's what I, the I've read that book is. and I, yeah, I agree. You concur? <laughs> yeah. Dan Todd concurs. I, and I he's the man who's only ever read the Bible. Yeah. So he's we're our just, spiritual advisor. We are following yeah. in the footsteps of Moses. Why are you sniggering? No, it's just ridiculous. What? Been away for six weeks. You got to be honed and trimmed, streamlined. Are you comparing yourself to Moses? It's usually Gandhi or yeah, Jesus. Or Jesus. So I don't know where Moses sits. That's on a that. step down. Where's well, sort well, of in, in between? Hey, I don't have a go at Moses. His mum might be listening. <laughs> she listens to Boys in the Basement because she googles Moses, and obviously I'll put that in the tags for this show. And she hears you bad mouthing her little boy Moses. I'm not bad mouthing him at all. You said he's not as good as Gandhi. You said I said he was nothing down. like you. That's paying him quite a credit, I think. I you said, feel... No, you said he was a step down from me. 
No, I never said that. I think you did. <laughs> no, I said he's when a step down. This, you're going to reveal that you're a silly man who's <laughs> drunk too much wine doesn't know what he's talking about. It's my first glass. I'm, don't compare me to Mr. North. First glass since we're in the bait. Oh, Mr. North. Oh. Now we've missed him. Let's all have a Mr. North moment. Can I say something about Mr. North? <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought that you were you were making things up talking about Nazi memorabilia down here. <laughs> we came down here and Liam had to move a panda Shrek out of the way so I could, <laughs> so I could get to my seat. And Yeah, I thought you were talking out of your behind but it turns out you weren't. No, everything he's, uh, we say about an that avid man collector. is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's, every, that's... Sing- every single thing. Let's get that on there. Yeah. Everything is true about Mr. North. <laughs> and that's from Dan Todd he's read the bible Dan Todd noble yeah, Dan Todd you didn't get much of a mention I feel noble that my Todd. laughter encourages your nonsense <laughs> <laughs> it's all nonsense trust me it happens even when you're not here but what a show we've got lined up for you Dan. we've got Dan here as a guest host we've got Dave here to make sure things sound good and we've also got a few hangers on clingers on in the corner scurrying about in my shadow we've got Benjamin Airy from Yeah Magazine Woo! Woo! we've also got the mute landlord's wife how are you mute landlord's wife Really, we should give her our own title. We should. In the absence of the mute landlord. Yeah. What should we call the mute landlord's wife? The orating... The non-mute landlady. The non-mute. The audible landlady. Audible. (laughs) Yes, I like it. it. Democracy is struck. We have... Okay, we need to finally build up to a big introduction. We have... The audible landlady! Yeah! And she has a very good quiz coming up for us later on. Can we ruin the surprise and say what it's about? Yeah, it's to do with uh, health issues, isn't it? Yes, intimate health issues. And we also have a French person. Bonjour. Bonjour. Who I think has been on the last four shows. No, only three. Oh, only three. Only three. So she's here. And we've also got some excellent music coming up. We've got Cardinals. We've got Julian Muller. And we also have the Stash Tins. And we're going to kick off the music now with the aforementioned Cardinals, who would have been on the show but couldn't make it for various reasons of being too busy, which is quite sad. But we'll play one of their tracks anyway. This is Numbers. Enjoy. Walking into an empty
Cardinals there, and that song was Numbers, and they've got an amazing EP out, which you can download from iTunes. You can find out more about them at myspace.com slash cardinalsbanduk. That's correct, isn't it, Eri? Sure is. Eri is our media corner. He looks after us. We had a bit of a situation during that song uh, involving my genitals, didn't we? It wasn't your genitals. genitals. It was your flies. My flies have been undone. It's been causing trouble since the get-go. But it came to a head because I ended up taking my trousers sort of off, didn't I? Just yeah, sh- like there was no need for it whatsoever. You just kept pushing them down. Yeah, but it's just because they're good boxers, aren't they? Well, we so you were showing... They're orange and they've got like a tiger wise. print all So we were told. But they're really good. But So my boxers are properly tight and they're constricting my genitals. But they're not constricting my spirit. My spirit is soaring free like a butterfly. It's not constricting this show. This show is one of the best ones we've ever done. And we're just going to have a quick chat now. We've touched on it briefly about the great success that was Gatefest. And Dan Todd is here. He was at Gatefest. He was. was in the Wide Eyes at Gatefest. In the Wide Eyes, yeah, but not in the Stampede, which was a bit disappointing. Yes, you... it was on all the T-shirts. Stampede, which was my little side project from the Wide Eyes, which didn't come together. But uh, but there were loads of fantastic bands there, including the Wide Eyes. Why didn't Stampede play? Uh, the guitarist I was going to do it with decided to have a baby. Oh, how spontaneously yeah was it well, no plan? I think his missus was involved was it a very small gestation were they like a no, guinea pig no I think he's making excuses for not having time to come and rehearse in the studio with me yeah yeah but I was sad because what sort of music does Stampede do what even it was going to be some sort of southern rock type type deal I'm trying to think who we were going to sound like oh you mean you haven't actually done it before yeah we did uh, do it we, oh, we right. did do it before but we were just but not for about five years and we're going to put some of the material that we wrote back together again ah. and it was going to be amazing but never mind it doesn't matter with too much focus on the stuff that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. The Wide Eyes did happen. The boys in the basement. Wide Eyes had a great set. Loads Wide of other bands had awesome sets. Uh, um, yeah. How much money was raised for charity then? Like two grand, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, something it was like five. That. Five grand? We raised about ten grand for charity that day. <laughs> I heard 15. <laughs> I heard 20. I heard Trevor McDonald was there. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that Johnny Depp was there. Apparently, and Jude Law. There's no more hunger in the third world now, apparently. No, We've it's completely all completely cured. cured it. It. That's it. Bob Geldof, he's been dining out on... Don't like Mondays for years. That's it. He's back on that now. But I'll tell you what, though, because that festival was properly amazing, like we've said, and we did genuinely raise a lot of good money for charity. We put on a whole day of really amazing music. I mean, I say we. I was very uninvolved in the actual logistical side of it. I just sort of turned up and sprinkled the stardust. But Dave, our <laughs> Department of Audio and Visual Engineering, you worked very hard behind the scenes, didn't you, and had probably one of the most stressful days of your life. Oh, yeah, no, it was absolutely shocking. <laughs> <laughs> But he does it for charity. It, I, I would say it was fun, but well, no, actually, from my point of view, it was an absolute nightmare the entire day. But hey, everyone else seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, why why did time. we get Dave on? on <laughs> <laughs> to bring balance. Oh, okay, yeah. To my blind You're doing a fantastic job at that, Dave. Because that just shows how different, like, my role in Dave was just to mess around, basically, and talking to the microphone. And I was like, yeah, this is really great. The people actually doing the hard work came out of it like war veterans. Like, at the end oh. of the day, it was a slumped, lifeless on a picnic bench, just sweating and just limping. Yeah, where did you go at the end of the night? Well, where do you think? Well, I don't know. That's why I asked. I went for a cuddle with Mrs. Battersea. Oh, I see. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Those yeah. are the days. She's gone off now, actually. We can talk about that. She's yeah. gone away to be to go to Virgin School. Virgin Atlantic. Yeah. Is they, it? yeah. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> they haven't literally... <laughs> they haven't thought... Liam Parton! He's been getting away with it for so long. Let's set up an academy for all the sullied women. It's run by properly noble people. There'd be a massive waiting Di- list. Lady Di's the headmistress. She's Mother, dead. Mother <laughs> Teresa's the cook. You and got, so is she. You've got Gandhi as the caretaker. And him. Yeah. You've got Einstein running. No, I don't this is know, more of a graveyard than a training school, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only way you can cure what I've done to women is to send them or to, to a graveyard. Dig up, or dig up dead people. Yeah, dig up dead people. Hang out with some dead academias. 
Uh, academia, that's a nut. No, that's a macadamia. Don't <laughs> dig up macadamias that's or macadamia, get educated by them. No, it's a virgin Atlantic school. He learned to be a virgin in the sky. She's going to be an air hostess, listeners, if you actually want to know what she is going to be doing. And she looks dead good in her red uniform. Does she? Yeah. That's to take your word for that. I haven't, I haven't seen her in a uniform. Well, you can get a flight. <laughs> is that the only way I can see? <laughs> yeah, and even if you don't see her, they all wear the same uniforms. You can just kind of... You've seen okay. her. You've seen a virgin uniform. Imagine the two superimposed. I'll definitely be doing that then. Well, she might get us three flights. Re- now, that is interesting. Well, I can't she do confirm that. that. <laughs> but I've said it on air, so she has to follow through and make her company look bad. <laughs> but yeah, Virgin Atlantic, other red lines are available, but they won't be as good because the cabin crew aren't as good. See? See now how... She'll love that. See, I'm well, being... you know the one You're of pandering the to her now. <laughs> I'm not pandering, but she's just genuinely lovely. Does she listen to the show? No. Well, I don't know. Actually, what she... Do you don't know? Did. You see her all the time. But she never mentions it. It's the sort of thing, like, if you... If that you means she me, probably listened and, and she didn't enjoy it. I, I think best not to mention that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the elephant in the room, probably. But she said she'd heard Ismar, didn't she, when she met him? Oh, that's true, yeah. So, and she said she heard Eri. So oh, she she, didn't listen. she say she felt sorry for Mr. North? Yeah, oh, we all do. I think no, we just, don't. No, we, we don't. say we oh, do, Dan, but you love we it. don't. I think no, that you... was just when she met him. <laughs> like, oh, look at his face. Look at <laughs> the affliction he's been cursed with to get oh. through life with that that face and that personality. We had Dear. him on the phone earlier, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. He wished us the best for the next episode. He was like, I wish I could be there with you boys. Uh, it was like a general sending a message down to his boys in the front line. Yeah. He's like, I wish I could be there, you know, backing you all the way. And he was very excited that Dan was on the show. Oh, that's really nice. Very excited. I'm, I'm of, a fan of him. He had a very sort of <laughs> monotone delivery, as he always does. And then as soon as I mentioned that Dan's on, he goes, oh, that's absolutely awesome. He said, absolutely wonderful. He and said. you asked if he wanted to speak to me, and he hung up. Yeah, he just hung <laughs> up. <laughs> he to speak to Liam Martin, no. Just, wait. <laughs> just a bit annoying. Oh, we do miss him a little bit. It's nice. But he did come. It was nice to have him back for that. Right, because he came back like two weekends on the trot, didn't he, it felt like. Yeah. Because didn't he come... He came back for the gate fest, which was great. Yep. And you guys camped the night as well, didn't you? Uh, some of the night. Why didn't you stay all night? We, we were forced off uh, the campsite in the end. What do you mean forced what, why? off? Why? There some rowdy uh, people. Nazis? In the, no, I don't think they were Nazis. There were some <laughs> rowdy people in the tent next to us. I think they were travellers, actually. Right. I don't know. I could be wrong. Masons. But they brought their own generator onto the uh, campsite and started playing dance music. No, very, they actually they actually took the one we used for the gate fest oh, and really? rolled, it, rolled <laughs> it across the field and set it up. Oh, that yeah. would be it then. Which yeah, and obnoxious. it was right next to our tent, and we could hear everywhere they come say. Um, the audible landlady was there as well, and she left with the mute landlord about an hour before we did. And Mute, but not deaf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be no use to anyone. Yeah. You might as well carry a pebble around. <laughs> Yeah, so what? but but we did actually go through the rigmarole of setting up a tent and yeah, you set me up a tent very kindly, didn't you? Yeah, and then you just went, you just disappeared for a cuddle. Yeah, well that's understandable, isn't it? It's good that I've got something solid and consistent in my life now. True, yeah. As long as you hold on to it. Because I've been like a, a lone wolf surveying the plains of womanliness for years, <laughs> and when you have like the same woman for more than one day in a row, it's quite nice because you get consistency. Like, you can actually, like, refer back to things you've done. Like, do you remember the other day when we did that? It's like, yeah. Whereas before, it's like, do you remember the other day when... Ah, that wasn't you. But, or it's like, shall we... Ne- ah, you won't be here in a week's time. But now, you've <laughs> oh. got, like... You do it. You do it now preemptively. Now you've got consistency. <laughs> now it's just like, we, we, do you remember we went out the other day? It's like, yeah, yeah, I did. That was nice, wasn't it? It's nice. As I yes, it's called domestic. human relationships. It's a strange <laughs> thing that happens nowadays. <laughs> I'm getting better all the time. I wake up in the morning. I see they they show me the range of human emotions on a chart on the wall. The upward curve, Liam. That's a smile. That means you're doing good. Downward curve, sad. Rain from the eye, very bad. It's all this. And I'm anyway, probably, I'm gate a properly fest. nice man now. Gatefest? It was good. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Three That's... cheers for Gatefest. Hip hip! Hooray! Hip hip! Hooray! Hip, hip. Hooray. 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 Hooray.
Hip, 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 because babies you haven't had them long. It's like when you've had something, you've owned it for ages. I'd stop talking now. Right. <laughs> I like it. Actually, I almost ran over a little boy yesterday. Oh, he was in a sumo suit, right? Check this out for a ridiculous <laughs> life. I played a gig in a field and I turned up at the field a bit late, but this is no... But for good yes. reasons, good reasons, the roof at work was leaking, right? And I tried to get into the field and it was like a quagmire, I think is the word. Is it quagmire? Quagmire. No, quagmire. Yeah. is a character from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> And it was so muddy because we've had torrential rain. And I tried to get in the game, couldn't. And I kept wheel spinning, wheel spinning, reverse and have another go. But then I managed to get over the hill, got into the field. Everyone said, just take it slowly on the clutch. Slow power. I'm like, nah, screw that. So I wheel spun across the whole field. My car looks like Colin McRae's car still, right? And then I got to a place and someone said, reverse back a little bit. So I just started reversing back. So I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And there was a little boy in like one of those inflatable sumo suits. Well, he would have been all right then. About, and well, that's my view. He was about a foot from going underneath my rear wheel. And I just said, oh, well. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? What we'd like you to take away from this set, listeners, is that Gatefest was nice. Gate you probably haven't got that from the Gate last Fest 10 minutes of babble, but it was brilliant. And we're doing it again next year. Yeah, it's going to be so much bigger as well, isn't it? No, nah, it's going to be about the same, but just better run. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't want to go too big. Well, I thought it was going to be bigger and better. That's what It'll I was be better. Okay. Marginally larger. Well, one out of two is all right. Yeah. So it is going to happen next year in some way, shape or form. Fantastic. Stampede may turn up, unless he's having another baby. Yeah, I hope not. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get some musicians. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. I moved the microphone. The wobbly microphone is Oh, gone. no, we've had a mic failure. We've had a mic failure. Code red, code red. We're going to have to go off air for a few minutes. Should we play another song while yeah, we do? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we are no, going to play. it's all good. Oh, no, the mic's fixed, but we've already committed to going off air now. So, um, <laughs> ding, 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 emergency bell. We're going to play a song by a lovely little lad called Julian Muller, who I contacted through Facebook, and he thinks what we do is really good. We're going to play one of his songs called Stages, and it's lovely sort of folky, acoustic loveliness to sort of caress your ears mellifluously and tastefully as you sort of move into a beautiful slumber. But we'll be back in a few minutes, so stay tuned when we're going to talk about sex. I met you in a daydream, or maybe it was two. I was caught up in a slumber, then woke up to loving you. I know I took my dear time before I was awake. Did you know what I was in for? Did you do it for my sake? You brought kindness to my table You served it up anew That I was never really ready That I would never see it through You were there when I was open you were there when I was not You brought so many answers And all the questions I forgot We get it all In phases We break the mold In The story stays the same I still see you in my daydream 
have only myself to blame Cause every story has an ending And who knows how this could go But when a book loses its cover Would you still say it isn't so? stages and it was dead relaxing but I did manage to do a 50 style jive dance to it which everyone joined in with blindly did you miss my jive dance Mr Swan yes but I don't know how I'm sat opposite you I know how did you miss that I'm four foot away from you I was chatting to Dave ah uh, that can be mesmerising and all consuming we were watching I mean, a penguin being tickled <laughs> <laughs> is that a euphemism <laughs> did you p- 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 pick up a penguin Anyway, that was good. We've had a good time in the basement. Uh, the microphone stand that did go floppy is now firm and stiff and erect. Uh, we have had a change of person on the microphone, though. We have lost the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. Probably he's gone off to tickle a penguin. And we have gained the Audible Landlady. Hello, Audible Landlady. Hello. Are you pleased to be on the microphone? No. Oh, that's a great way to start that. Um, yeah, no, I am really. Awesome. That's a good answer. We'll let it out the first one. Right. And what she's done is, for some reason, she's got a quiz on sex. Why have you got a quiz on sex, Audible Landlady? Well, um, I did it on Wednesday to a group of 15 to 21 year olds. The quiz, the we quiz. should say. <laughs> I learned a lot. Makes it sound like a Roman orgy. <laughs> it was grapes and vines and nude women. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was for my tutor just to observe me talking to a group of people. Okay. So I thought I'd try again on you. Okay. I'm excited about this. I think if now anyone all... needs it, Liam, it's probably you. Why do I need a question? Well, how much you know. <laughs> yeah, how okay. much do I you know? I reckon I'll be good right. at this. Okay. Mine's on me. I've okay, can I, time can I interrupt before we delve into the quiz? Yeah, okay, I have a story that, that relates slightly to this, and I, I, it affected me, and I want to see if it would affect you guys in the same way. Okay, I've had... Some medical problems recently. Don't worry, this gets funny. And, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I had to go to hospital to see a Tell doctor. Turn for a second. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital to see a doctor. And, uh, yeah, I got a letter on Saturday back from the doctor saying that everything was fine. But the thing was, on, this, on the end of the last page, he described my testicles as clinically normal. Now, that, <laughs> that really messed me up because I was like, that made me stop going... 
clinically normal. Like, they're nothing to write home about, but they're, they're, they're normal. <laughs> Did you want, like, a really poetic description? It made me self-conscious about them. Are they too wrinkly? Could, could you maybe pass this on to D.H. Lawrence to just fruit it up a bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, make an effort. Make me feel good about myself. They were like the cordroy sacks of love. Yeah, anyway, it made, it made me feel bad about myself. Would that, if someone said that you were just clinically normal... Wouldn't that yeah, mess you up? So. I guess yeah. I'd feel a bit average. It's quite yeah, cold. That's what yeah, I thought. Nothing special. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see that this has amplified how I felt. <laughs> I made it a thousand times worse. Has this helped Dan at all? This is sort of therapy for <laughs> yeah, you. It's it's maybe better. We can get all of our testicles out and have a lovely, glorious swinging game. But we're not playing conkers down here. <laughs> because actually, I've got a testicle story. I had to have my testicles uh, examined because I had a lump on one of them once. Oh, and he said they were great. No, he didn't. <laughs> and I'd have been unnerved if he did. But he did say. They're lovely and soft. <laughs> because right. if they're hard, then it means you've got you could have something cancerous oh, okay. going on. So he could have said mine were soft because it would mean they're fine. They're no, clinically normal. Then it, but that's good. That's good, at least it's they're good. not good. clinically If he said they were yeah, clinically yeah. abnormal. Oh, I, suppose so. I suppose so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm How? done. I just had to get it off my chest. Absolutely. It shouldn't be on your chest. Yeah, that's <laughs> Oh that's the problem. That's Is that the not problem. clinically normal. <laughs> I mean, ah. clinically normal, <laughs> geographically abnormal. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So me and Dan have got good testicles between us. We're like thoroughbred race stallions. Siamese testicles. Imagine being Siamese twins. Don't run away in the opposite direction too quick. <laughs> Actually joined at the testicle. Has that ever happened? I would have watched Stuck on You more than once if that was the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Airy, can you Google if anyone has ever been Siamesely joined at the testicle? He's actually doing it. And whilst we're doing it. that, we will go back to the Audible <laughs> Landlady's sex quiz, which is all about sexual health and taking better care of yourself. This is genuinely very noble and well thought out, this feature. Yes. Okay, so okay. Is, it, is it like a quiz? Yeah, the Ooh. majority of the answers are true or false. So well, I hope just... they're either one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just shout them out to me. Okay. Right? And then we'll see what people say. Okay, so number one. STIs are second on the list of the most common infections, the first being the common cold. True, I reckon true. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand True. Yeah, true. <laughs> That'd be difficult. One in, <laughs> one in Look, ten sexually testicles. active people under 25 have chlamydia. There were 60,000 cases reported in 2000 and 160,000 cases in 2010. I reckon it has gone up a lot. Yeah, I reckon it must have. Because there's a lot of sex going on. Yeah. Not yeah, all of it, If you watch the Jeremy Cole show, they're all at it. Yeah, they're all breeding. <laughs> yeah. 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 I reckon yes. It I reckon. is true. Yes. yes. Two yes. out of two yes. so far. So watch out for chlamydia, it will get you. Yes. <laughs> it's under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was an odd version of Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Which of the following can condoms help prevent? Chlamydia? Yes. 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 Pregnancy? Yes. Yes. Occasionally. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, 99 That's what I thought. <laughs> stress? Uh, well, the stress yes. can be associated with an exactly. unwanted pregnancy. Yeah. Well done, Liam. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah we don't talk oh, about no. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, move on! <laughs> Genital warts? No. No. Yes. No. It can't stop that. Yeah. No, because you're scraping uh, no, help, help prevent. Oh, help prevent. Yeah, not stop completely. Not so- oh, no. okay. Because pregnancy, you can't stop. Completely. Unless you pull it right over everything. Yeah, Wear but all I don't... In one body I don't think... <laughs> I don't think they sell them. No. Oh, okay. Thank you for doing that research. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> Damp sheets? <laughs> what? What, what, what about, about... Is this a separate... Was that an offer? <laughs> 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 What's going on over there? Can, can it cry for help? Can it protect you from damp sheets? Yeah. 
help prevent diabetes. Oh. Yeah. Surely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I thought that was a trick cure everything. I thought that was a trick question. They're the new no, panacea of everything. It's not a trick question. It depends how you take it off, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if you take it off. Oh. Not upside down. <laughs> like a bitch, you don't know when a magician pulls a tablecloth really quickly. <laughs> Hang on, you're going to like this. Whee! No, but no, condoms cure everything. Let's yeah. send them out to Iraq. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. 2,000 years of repression and hate cured by condoms. Um, okay, which of the following will damage condoms? Heat? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Massage oils? They can do. Yes, they can do. Mm. Cream? What sort? I didn't like well, whippy, whipped, whippy, whippy cream. cream. Yeah. Whippy? No. <laughs> Surely not. Yeah. Oh, what if you're just eating it? Somewhere a condom dies. It's like if you clap and... <laughs> if you say you don't believe in fairies, somewhere a fairy dies. <laughs> no. Every time someone eats a cream cake, no. a condom somewhere... <laughs> what does it do? <laughs> Not if you eat it, but if you're <laughs> applying it to body parts and then oh. maybe... Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No, no I've just learned something. Cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, oil, oil you in general frying is bad it. for anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yes, well done. Yeah, Water-based duplicants, they're the only That's, things yeah. that won't... Okay. I knew that. Yes. Well done, Dan. Okay. Yeah. Pay attention at home, kids, because well this is um, noble. Lipstick as well, so girls should be with their... <laughs> you make this. You explain that in a more awkward way, please. <laughs> Having the orals. <laughs> I got a real bad piece of orals. Right, okay, brother's next quite question. There. Some STIs can be fatal. Yes. 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 Definitely. So HIV AIDS. Yeah, that's a that's a drag, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> what it is summed up there in one very succinct <laughs> sentence, Mister Pye. Uh, Syphilis, if it's left untreated, it can cause um, dementia and heart problems. Dementia. Dementia. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay, this is just a general get you discussing. Um, <laughs> if I have itchy genitals, it means <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I'm twelve. That's hilarious. <laughs> If I have itchy genitals, it yeah. means I have. It's one of my chub lines. That is. <laughs> Would you scratch it for me? Just get scratch. <laughs> okay. If I have itchy genitals, it means I have an STI. No, no, because I have really. itchy genitals right now on account of my tight boxes. Right. Okay. Anything else that might give you itchy genitals? Pew. Like sometimes you're allergic to like cotton. Yeah, like if you're allergic to um, shower gels or Ooh. if you have thrush or something like that. Oh, yeah. But if you have had unprotected sex, then obviously you should get checked out. Okay. Okay. It's embarrassing to talk to your partner about condoms. What do you guys think? I doubt Liam has the same answer as us. <laughs> I think he was fine with everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you get them free sometimes when you go shopping, you I've noticed. When you go shopping? Is that just me? They have another check out yeah, yeah. No, like I went shopping in a designer clothes shop once. Yes, I'm sometimes a designer. And um, I got free gifts when I brought my shirt. I got table tennis bats and a condom. Any table tennis balls? Yeah, they were balls. Okay, it was right. a heck of a night in. Weird. <laughs> With a condom? Yeah, in a cardboard box. It's really nice. Oh. But, but do you know what? I remember my first ever packet of condoms I brought. It was from a vending machine at Crufts. And. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember it quite clearly. They were curry-flavoured ones. And oh. it said on the box, and I've never, ever forgotten this phrase, there was a cartoon picture of an Indian man in a turban, and the oh, slogan no. was, Pop a dom for a bit of bhaji. <laughs> 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 and I think I've actually probably still got that box somewhere. <laughs> so maybe I could bring the box into the next show. It's like an antique. So on a more serious note, yeah, you sorry. can get free condoms um, normally at your local gum clinic, which most probably would be Peacefield Hospital. Mm. 
But sometimes they don't give you as many as you want. They give you a couple. You're like, well, well that'll last me to the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> you can go back the next day. Or you can just buy them, Liam. In fact, we found a news story earlier on when we were looking at this, didn't we? About a man who superglued yes. a condom onto himself Con- yes. to save on money or this something. This was in Germany. Uh, because I think it was an attempt to save money. He wanted to reuse it. I thought it. the fit wasn't quite as snug as he that was. That was it. Was. And it yeah. wasn't as... Yeah, so he wanted to seal any gaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, I think. <laughs> Batten down the hatches. <laughs> Don't want, like, a big dome at the end of it. What's that? The Eden Centre. He'd grow some cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't cabbages. Okay. Um, last one. The test for STIs in men involves inserting a small umbrella into the penis. It doesn't end more. Umbrella? It doesn't. You wee in a pot now. Yes, you do. It's not it the Dark to. Ages. But, um, oh. yeah, not anymore. It's normally you in a pot or you have a blood test. Is it free to have a test? It is free, yeah. I think we should go and film it. And I, what, also... film film it? Yeah. I don't know about Do that. Do I think, you know, yeah, increase the I think it'll be informative and it it'll make be. people not scared of going because then they'll know yeah. what will happen. Or are you scared, Mike? No, not at all. No, I'm on that for that. If people want to watch me urinating into a cup, they can go to my YouTube page. Yeah. Just come around any Thursday night. That's yeah. what we do. I'm well, sure. I'm sure Ismar could make it all arty. Yeah. Ismar from Unzip Media, if you are listening. Hi, Ismar. Your next project. We're giving you the golden ticket and then showers. But say, hey, and on that bombshell, is it time for us to do a little bit of a song? I think it should. The thing be, is, yeah. I feel bad for whatever song has to come up now. <laughs> Because it won't band, be as funny as this. I'm really worried, right? I'm really worried because the band are called Stash Tins and I'm scared I'm going to say Slash Tins, <laughs> right? Because we've been th- right, but no, we've got some brilliant music coming up now and this will help to calm everything back down. That was a very good, informative section. Thank you, Audible Landlady. Thank that you. was very, very good. It's always very nice when we do properly good That content, was noble. It? It was and Jeff's not even here. I know. But he's not properly noble. No, you're right, Dave, actually. No, oh, that's don't get into I that. think I should take his space. <laughs> There's an offer. Her hat has been thrown into the ring. <laughs> Thank you very much, Audible Landlady. So now we are going to listen to some music by. The Stash Tins, and they're a lovely bunch of lads from Brighton who got in touch with us, and um, I just like their song, and particularly the song they played to me I thought was dead good, it was called Invincible. It's a lovely, chilled out number to bring us down towards the end of the show, where we'll be back with our new story, and also the return of The
relaxing sound of the Stashtons there an amazing acoustic duo from Brighton really lovely lads turned out some brilliant tunes so have a listen and try and support them at gigs and if you want to know when they're doing gigs you want to go to myspace.com slash the stash tins uh, yeah really great lads and uh, lovely to hear their song it brought us down nicely from speaking about sex and now we're going to bring things right back up for the news my favourite segment This is the news. 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 It's the news! Right, so I pick three news stories here, and we read out the three headlines, and then in the room, we use all of our collective brain power to pick one news story we want to explore further. And the headlines are as follows. Boy 3 goes on blowtorch rampage. Interesting. Car parked inside van, sideways. Yeah. Yep. And mm. finally, Knight's bid to win Maiden backfires. I like that. I quite like yeah, that one. I like that one. It sounds quite romantic. It is romantic, yeah, I think. I've actually, I don't know if it ends romantic. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to pass the story to Mr. Swan and he's going to do his Michael Burke. Right, oh my, this isn't a very good picture, Liam. What? Yeah, What's wrong with the picture? Well, it's got this sort of quite pot-bellied man, so, sort of like topless, <laughs> with quite large man boobs, sat on top of a horse, and he must be in his 50s. When you said yeah. knight bids, <laughs> bids to win maiden backfires, I thought you'd sort of... doesn't look like a Prince Charming. You've not done very well at painting this poetic picture. No, you? well, I'll read it now. He's and a fat man with man boobs, sat on a horse, in a friendly face. Come on. Anyway, this is romance. Yeah. This is like Lady Godiva or Lady Guinevere. One she of them ladies. Right, here we go. Okay. Knight's bid to win Maiden Back's fires. A would-be knight who tried to woo a maiden by riding into her home on a horse is facing five years behind bars for aggravated breaking and entry. Lovelorn Jan Rudnicki, forty, <laughs> hatched the scheme to bowl over divorcee Gosnia Domoslavska after a night's <laughs> drink. That type of salad. <laughs> After a night's drinking down his local bar in Janoltoka, Poland. Apologies to any Polish listeners. But terrified Gozia, 36, dialed 999 when a drunken suitor, stripped to the waist, galloped up her garden path and smashed his way through the front door like a battering ram. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a loon. I was at home watching TV with my daughter when I heard this deafening crash and suddenly this half-naked man on a horse appeared in my front room, she said. I never fancied him before, and certainly don't now. If this was supposed to win my heart, he must be seriously off his rocker, added Gozia. Pal Mirek Novak explained, At first we thought Jan was joking, but then he went outside, climbed onto this horse, which he'd ridden to the pub and set off bare-breasted and bare-backed. The next thing we knew, he'd been arrested. Now the divorced dad of seven, Jan, had apologised and offered to replace the door, but a police spokesman said smashing into someone's home uninvited is a crime and he would be punished for it. I think he was just trying to do something nice. I think he was <laughs> drunk. Did you go about it in the right way? Well, no, but I think the idea was romantic, but maybe he didn't... Would that win you back, then, Miss no. W? Oh, no, I don't know. 
If, if, if the mute landlord did it. <laughs> Stripped to the waist. Bare back and bare breasted. <laughs> with a horse that he conveniently had moored up at a pub. <laughs> Um, put on 30 stone, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the mute landlord was looking pretty buff today. Yeah, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those All doing right. what he does, he's started to buff up a bit. <laughs> okay, okay, can I ask something? Okay, I know this happened in Poland, but what is the law in this country on riding a horse to a pub and, and riding a horse while intoxicated? Because if you live near your pub but too far to walk, or you're like me, you're lazy, um, <laughs> you, maybe a horse would be a brilliant solution. I don't, I don't think you can do it intoxicate, can you? Because you can't no. on like a bike. A horse isn't a bike. A horse isn't a bike. Well, I know it's got it's got <laughs> slightly different sort of make biological makeup, but. <laughs> Only if the horse is drunk. <laughs> well, let's find out. Harry, Harry, Harry. Find out if it's illegal to ride a horse drunk. But yeah, speaking of like getting buff and stuff, that just reminded me. There's another thing, and the listeners have a right to know, Mr. Swan. Didn't I go on a bike ride the other day? Oh, yes, of course, yes. Yeah, and uh, how good was I? Uh, I took Liam on his very first bike ride in, what, 13, 14 years? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, and he was exceptionally good. He was riding hey. a horrendous bike Woo. that Mr North left behind. It was mm. absolutely appalling. And he, he was fantastic. I mean, we did 10 miles, and he didn't get off at all. We did some quite challenging hills. Even when I needed a drink, he was like, nah, we'll just keep going, mate. <laughs> Which I was a bit disappointed at, to be honest, because I was expecting quite a leisurely ride. A lot of people wanted me to fail, didn't they? Oh, to Noble, Noble Jeff was distraught. Yeah, and Mr North texted me just before, actually, we go, and he said, knock that cockiness out of him with a good hard ride. And I was like, I hope he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> He's just got that saved as a template in his inbox to send to people. <laughs> But I was so good so at that you bike were ride. really good. And of course, this is because we are preparing for the Pittsfield Ups and Downs charity bike ride on 10th of July. 10th of July. 30 <laughs> miles, which we are taking part in. We've got you a whole weren't team. that keen to begin with, were you? No. The Department of Audiovisual Engineering is taking part. Yep. Noble and, uh, Jeff has dropped out, though. He has. Because, of course, live on air last show, in the gym special we did for him to yep. help him get fit, which he actually listened to in the gym and he, he did. said it was good. Right, he made a bet live on air, £100, that he was going to beat me on that bike ride. Yep. And then I went on one 10-mile bike ride and said, yeah, this is pretty easy, and he's now quit. Yeah, he's mysteriously busy oh. now. Yeah, suddenly something's come up. Come up. The Lord Lucan of physical exercise. <laughs> Noble Jeff. Oh, Eri's Eri. Eri. Oh, we've got word in from Eri. Can you ride a horse when you're drunk? The answer is, you can ride your horse while drunk because a horse cannot be considered as a vehicle. Hence, drunken driving laws do not apply to it. So, when you've Love finished it. listening yeah, to today's hey. show, go to your local boozer. <laughs> go and drink more cider, more beer, more spirits, more anything you've ever drunk in your life before. Go to a field, get on a horse, and drive them all around your town. <laughs> I want to see everybody riding horses drunk, because the police, they get do nothing about it. So do it. That is my call to arms. We're going to start a revolution one hoof at a time. That's good, isn't it? See, I can really inspire people when I put my mind That was it. stirring, yeah. Stirring? I want to go and find a horse right now. That's steady. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what are we talking about? I'm talking about five different things at once. I'm going to have a brain explosion. Talking about the Petersfield ups and downs. Petersfield ups and downs. You go up, you go down on a bike, and I'm going to be dead good. I'm going to beat Noble Jeff because he's not even taking but, part. But uh, Mr. North's coming back for it. Yeah, he's no threat, though. He'll stop every five seconds to look at some Nazi bunker somewhere. <laughs> Actually, will turn There aren't that just... many in the south of He'll England. He'll see them. He sees the Nazi in all things. Ah, oh, I can see him there. That's a phone box, you fool. You <laughs> fool. So I'll just, I'm going to win it. Tortoise and the hairstyle. I'm just going to go steady, non-stop, no breaks. And I'm probably going to win the whole ride. Well, have everyone, everyone. taking part. Yeah, Well, that not? would be quite an achievement. I've done 10 miles. I've only got to do that another twice, and I've done 30. 
Yeah, true, yeah. But yeah, it was a good bike ride. Pierce up and down, 10th of July. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be there. Riding. In fact, you made a video of our ride, didn't you? Yeah, I'm going to put Is it Is that going to be going on the internet? Oh, yeah. People good. can see how damn good I was You definitely cycling. want to see that. It's quite embarrassing. There's <laughs> <laughs> a great scene where I'm explaining how a bike works. We've clearly no idea. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, is it time to finish the show now? It is time for oh, no. the return of that feature. Oh, yeah. The oh. feature that I keep forgetting yeah. to do. Yeah, every show we do a poem. God, this is the longest outro to the show ever, right? I have been a bit lackadaisical with my poem writing lately. Uh, last show I didn't even do one. So I thought it pertinent to really do a well-prepared poem. So I wrote a poem last week. Unfortunately, I left it at home. So I've had to rewrite a poem. And I started writing it being all like serious and trying to talk about like nice stuff. And then everyone got really bored of waiting. So the last two stanzas are effectively just you guys were shouting words at me to put into a poem. So see if you can pinpoint the exact point where it goes from being quite a sensible poem into essentially just words arranged in order. And it goes like this. Cold hands, warm heart. With cliches we start. As stones gather pace with a familiar face. A companion consistent, my efforts persistent to continue to woo as feelings imbue. Yearning for fumbles, a foolish man bumbles amongst flames being fanned, situations unplanned. At each Starfield meeting, feelings not fleeting, smiling in arms, using all of my charms. And now here I am, I'm yearning and learning about what lies beneath and using a sheath. The meaning of lumps, the downside of bumps, the usage of creams where afflictions haunt dreams. A socialite shaker, huddled around a bread maker, my mirth wrapped in chuckles amongst plated warm waffles. The ketchup brings colour as time flies in wonder, and if I wrap this up soon, to Battersea I'll swoon. Yay! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Inspired by most of the items in and around the Audible Landlady's Kitchen. You're welcome. But yeah, what a show it's been! What an amazing show it's been for something that went for so much planning that all fell apart. We blundered our way through it. We've saved it. <laughs> <laughs> After our six-week gap, we are back on the airwaves to use, abuse and haunt you all. It has been a brilliant show. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you to everyone who came along to support us in the room. You've had me, Liam Parton, Woo! the host, the man, the man behind the myth. We've had Mr. Swan, Yay! the man, the We've had Dan Todd. Woo! Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. We've had the audible landlady. Yeah. Woo! Nice to have a lady in the basement. We've had the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's gone for a single cigarette break. Hey, show. This is amazing. <laughs> he's belting you out of the corner. He's ready to blow. We've also had Benjamin Airy from Yeah! Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Airy, is there anything you've got to plug? You're always up to something. Uh, August. August. He's plugging the month of August. <laughs> it's a good month. It's a good it's month. Gonna be, no, he's got um, August festivities happening in Petersfield Square, which we'll be talking about a lot more next week's show because he's just run the food festival in town, which was dead good. Went amazingly well. So his August festivities are going to be like that, but times a million. And finally, we've had the French contingent on the sofa. It is Mathilde. <laughs> it's been very good and very quiet today. So thank you very much. Remember, though, we've had great music on this show, so do go out and have a listen. You've had the Stashtins, Cardinals and Julian Muller, all artists you should go out and support. And support local music in general. Go to the Wide Eyes as well. In fact, yeah. go to www.thewideeyes.co.uk and email them and say, when are you going to release your bloody album? Do it. Boys, it's been Ask them. seven years. <laughs> we can't take this anymore. Bombard them, abuse them. 
Dan will lead the charge. It's going to be amazing. And we have been the Boys in the Basement, who you can find at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. It's a great website. Follow us on Twitter. All the links are there. We're also on Facebook.com slash Boys in the Basement UK. Is that it, Mr. Swan? Have I said everything I need I to say? I think you just about wrapped it up. Then. Yeah, for the longest wrap up ever. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's quite just a long leaving. Way. Everyone's getting their coats. It's like the awkward bit at the end of like a. You know, like when you go to a gig and like it's getting to the last song and people have trains to catch and you all start to sneak out early. It's a bit like that. This then. isn't helping. This is no, just making it worse. It's only normal. But yeah, rejoin us in two weeks' time. We're going to hopefully have the live music in the basement that we didn't have this week. We are going to have also Ben talking about the August festivities you want to be involved in. And we'll have me talking an awful lot of nonsense and uh, the results of our chlamydia testing. So you don't want to miss that. You really don't. So we have been the boys. This has been the basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye.